And on that note, welcome to Cloud of Judgment. You already know what time it is. Episode four. I'm your host, Mike Green, and the place to be. Cloud TV checking in. You already know to the motherfucking cloud. Mm-hmm. Y'all already appreciate everybody tuning in to our previous episodes. You already know we're trying to grow the brand. So make sure you like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, man. Go ahead and hit that button. Let us know what we, what you like, what you don't like, because we're just trying to figure out what we want to give you guys, because this is all about you guys, Cloud Nation, to the cloud. And we have some special guests here with us today. We have Scoozy and a tribe. Is a tribe called Finesse or Tribe of Finesse? I didn't want to mess that up. I want to make sure I got that right. It's all good. It's um the Tribe of Finesse. Tribe of Finesse. Yeah, I, yeah. All right. I was just trying to make sure I got that right. And we got our special guests here. They got some great content to let us know about. Um, they have their new project coming out. Um, they have the new video out. We're going to get into everything that's going on with them. But just stay tuned to the motherfucking cloud. To the to cloud. The cloud. Ladies and gentlemen, the website is live. To the cloudtv.com is live. You already know that's where you can find everything Cloud TV, Clouded Judgment, Rio's Bag, Cloud Sessions. You already know. One stop shop and the Cloud TV gear is available too. Yes. Make sure you purchase the merch. Yes. You already know that's just going to be fly. You already seen it. We already been plugging that in. So make sure you just show some love. And matter of fact, I'm going to do something special on this episode today. Everybody that likes and subscribes and leaves a comment, you get free merch. I'm telling you right now. I'm not gonna tell you what it's gonna be, but you're gonna get free merch. Matter of fact, do all that in the comments and let me know what you want to get, and you're gonna get that free merch. That's all you gotta do. And also, we're taking donations because yeah. you already know we're trying Check to grow this platform. I gotta get all this shit in now before we get into our shit. So, Cash App, Cloud TV donations. You already know. Just help us build this brand a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Black owned business. You know what I'm saying? Just show love. Just help us grow. They trying to do because at the same time we gonna be at the house. Yeah, quarantining. Yeah. One is one Yeah, we back at lockdown. Yeah, yeah, we back on lockdown. Well, that's, that's well I'll ask you guys because we, we talked about it on our um, our last episode. Um, how do you guys feel about the the lockdown coming back again and and basically everything just potentially shutting down like it was? Well, shit, man. As a Trump supporter, I'm just getting knocked. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, here's how I feel. Nah, um, all right, I'm gonna keep it up. But it's like, I would like for things, like just honestly on a selfish note, I would like to be, like my only thing is performing. Mm-hmm. I don't really do shit else but go to restaurants to perform. I like to eat sexy food and I like to perform. But like, I um feel like niggas need to shut this shit the fuck down. Like, but for real, for real. Yeah. Like we've been like bullshitting for me, especially Virginia, especially Richmond, like downtown Richmond, like where we stay, we stay by Margarita's Cantina. Above Margarita's Cantina. Nothing <laughs> has changed. The entire time. Yeah. And this motherfucker's like, oh, damn, numbers are going up. I wonder why. You got niggas lined up outside of Bellows Lounge and Margarita Cantina. Like, they're respectable businesses. I ain't going to downplay any business, but it's like, at what point do you sit back and like, damn, I'm really packed in here with 200 other motherfuckers sweating, breathing on my back of my neck, getting coronavirus. I have to take these yeah. Henny shots in front of other humans. Like, Off this girl's stomach. And I will die for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's real life. Like, God damn. Like, I, it, I honestly think it's just as simple as I wish like niggas would just sit, sit the fuck down. Probably yeah. Bit, like yeah. I did in like, Italy and France. Like, Facts. Just sit in your apartment, but that, it all depends on your government actually wanting to give you some source of income so you can actually shut down. And America's like, okay. Make it stretch, nigga. I hope your rent was $50 a month, player. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Fuck that, man. God, yeah. we ain't re- I feel like we, we ain't ready, but at the same time, we ready. Like, just shut this shit down, bro, for like a month. Everybody saying two weeks, man. Fuck that, bro. A month. Just shut this bitch down. Just go. Just go a full month. Yeah. But everybody on punishment. As long as they send us a check, one, they can send us two. Yeah. Uh, 
If yeah, we we can do off one low key. Yeah, that's low key we can do off one, but they can send us two. If they if they do it out like on an organized schedule, so it's like make sure people have time to go to the grocery store if you need it. Here's yeah. some money. Here's a food allowance. Right. Like it's like food stamps, but quarantine stamps. Mm-hmm. It works. You know what I'm saying? They all all right. Really shit, make you not feel as bad. Or just yeah. make a whole month of rent just free for like one month. Freeze and all the bills. Fuck yeah. rent. I mean electric water. Yeah. So let me let me ask all y'all a question. If if, if all you if say you're you're president, you're in that position of power, you see what's going on, what would you do right now for the people to, to show them that you know I'm here, I'm trying to make a difference. So if I was the president on some business shit, I low key keep that shit going. <laughs> but at the same time, like close no no inside, no inside nowhere, no bars, fuck all that shit. That's what's really getting motherfuckers. Like, come on, bro. You going to the bar taking shots? Of hey, like they they could be washing it. They could be washing the dishes. Yeah. It's right. a little scrub, scrub. Yeah. You can't wash <laughs> it. Water. Be yeah, like, you can't wash Hennessy. You feel me? Like, just stop all that shit for like bars, all that bars, clubs. Shut down for a month. Sorry, you know strippers, you know, bartenders, yeah, but you know. You can still get a check. Definitely. Gotta get a check. But not from there. <laughs> <laughs> like just shut that shit down, man. Like it's a lot of shit going on. Nobody wanna be around sweaty people. None of that shit right now. Where like, I feel that. I'm tired of wearing masks, low key. I'm trying to get this shit over with. I'm tired of making this shit a part of life. We don't know which females is cute and none of it. I'm single. <laughs> yeah, so. Single. That is important. Yeah, so he, had, he had to throw that in <laughs> single. So, yeah, so you, single. So you make president of the United States and you worrying about Hennessy. Hennessy, <laughs> <laughs> if that bitch looks like that mask. At the same time, yeah, I'm just tired of, yeah, I'm tired of, we just I'm tired of people dying at the same time. I'm That's the president. Yeah. Tired of people dying. I just want to get this shit over with. Like, why is this shit still here? It's a, it's a virus. Or we, like, it's been over eight months. And it's just us, uh, really. Yeah. Ain't nobody else going through shit, but yeah, because we don't know how to stay in the fucking house. I blame house. Hennessy at the end of the day. I mean, it's not even just people that stay <laughs> you in the blame house. Hennessy. You got just what 348 million people in America, and at least a uh, what what's what's seventy uh, three a, a fraction of seventy million three forty whatever the fraction yeah, is. You got a fraction of motherfuckers who don't want to wear masks. Facts. And their circle yeah. of people that they interact with is getting fucked up from them just breathing. right. And we got a real thin line of what uh, quote unquote essential worker is as well too. Yeah, right? that's facts. We both technically. Yeah, we, yeah. Both, we both fucking essential workers. And I don't think shit is that goddamn essential personally. I mean, I get why I'm essential. I work yeah. in a lab. I work in a pharmaceutical lab. So I mean, for me, we need to send data out to our people. But it's like, my boss is at home. Yeah. And has been at home for like eight months. And you don't have to interact with the public. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I work a credit union. Oh yeah, you got it. I have to deal with motherfuckers and it's like you would think like okay like yeah financial institution you have to get your money bro if you spent a day there it's motherfuckers cashing two dollar checks and shit like that oh man or joining it's like bro you could do this on the phone yeah but i'd rather sit in front of someone because i was born I in 1938 like face. straight it's up like man. and now we Damn. both gonna die because you stupid <laughs> i don't trust the, the computer i blame hennessy <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of other stuff to enjoy during quarantine, what about um, what's the most the other drink? Uh, Mike Tyson, mm. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Oh man, trying to fight it out. How how interesting is that? 
No, I won't see that shit. Cause I'm not gonna get hurt. I'm excited. Mike Tyson might drop. Mike Tyson is a fully grown silverback gorilla. Anybody? Somebody's definitely gonna get hurt. Somebody get hurt, bro. I have a theory that Mike Tyson's gonna swing too hard and he's gonna hit himself and knock himself. That would that would be interesting. Yes, I would like to see that. I didn't see it coming. Like it just. Yo, that would be beautiful. But uh, Roy Jones has been like training hard too. It's just Mike Tyson should be getting more publicity. To, to be fair, I think Mike Tyson is going to win because he's a monster. But, yes, absolutely. but Roy Jones is also in very, very, very good shape. He's been doing this shit too. Yeah, he's still yeah. been boxing, right? Yeah. Mike Tyson. Bro, I already say Mike really? Tyson. Just in Mike Tyson. He's in the basement. He's like Davis. fucking Blanca from uh, <laughs> uh, the beef. Uh, what the fuck is Street fighter. Yeah, I think he went, he went vegetarian or something. Dropped some weight. Like I've seen yeah, him training. Yeah, Mike yo. Tyson was a legit heavyweight. Let's let's get that correct. Yeah. He was fighting heavyweights, and Roy Jones is a light heavyweight. Yeah, or maybe middle heavyweight. He's yeah, middle. He might be middle, but yeah. we shall see. I think he probably fought heavyweights too at one point. Yeah, because he um, Tyson I think was like the fastest. Fastest heavyweight. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like to see that. That's something with live streaming too. I want it to be a violent knockout. Like I want, like, start shaking and shit. Like I want all that shit. Like I want that shit. You want viral? Yeah. Like I want, want the EMTs to come in. I want them to have to cut that shit off like abruptly. Like nah, it's just too crazy. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Like it's gonna be different. Yeah. It's not. They're not gonna be the same. Somebody's leaving with a permanent something. God. And I don't want it to be quick. Give me at least like how many rounds they going? They going twelve? I say seven. Yeah, give me seven. Give me a solid seven. I don't think that makes sense. I feel like Tyson's going to hit him and his face is going to turn to like people on the grudge. Niggas can throw five minutes and be straight. What if it's like 45 seconds? Like real quick. Uh, real? <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> real? A lot would happen. No, just 45 like, seconds. That's it. It's like, gonna be something upsetting. <laughs> like somebody's gonna like pull an ankle or some shit. Like, like some random pull an ankle. Pull right, the whole ankle. <laughs> but listen, if you a fan, if you a fan of fighting, would you be pissed if you pay over 700 to pull up and see a fight for 45 seconds? Yes. Yes. <laughs> are they are they having fans or is it going to be like a? They won't, but at the same time, somebody mm-hmm. is going to pay on like online to watch this shit. Paper oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Somebody sure. is going to pay that like a hundred or two hundred. I guess it depends to watch on that fight. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's another thing. You gonna hear the punches? Yeah, that's depends on how it goes. Nah, that's what I want to hear. If, if, if somebody gets <laughs> raised off their feet on some straight like Martin Lawrence when he got yeah. knocked out, kind of. <laughs> that's I might what I want. See that. I want that so bad. <laughs> I he was in the wall. I think he was in the wall. You hear all them old ass <laughs> organs moving around. <laughs> if you hear closely, that was Mike Tyson's pancreas as he had delivered a nice uppercut to Roy Jones. Yeah. Real sound like that. Yeah. Sound like someone's just shaking a big bag of uh, jelly beans and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. I can't wait. And, and, and on that note. <laughs> We're about to take a quick break to our sponsors. And when we get back, we're going to get into the new project, Ask About the Octopus. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. I want to ask you about octopus. You'll see us when we get back to the cloud. <laughs> Shout out to schools. <laughs> Shout out to schools. And on that note, welcome back to Cloud of Judgment, episode four, checking in with Scoozy and the Tribe of Finesse. We have... Um, their new project coming out, Ask About the Oct- Octopus. 
And um, while it's on my mind, before I forget, because I want to talk about it before we took our first break, um, the theme of the octopus. Yeah. Where did that come from? So, um, in all honesty, it started with my uh, one of my earlier projects called Infinite Vibes from the Lands of Finesse, mm -hmm. which was literally the most randomest group of things that you could put together. I'm just always big on uh, my imagination and just leading with some shit. Like, literally, I linked up with this uh, artist in Australia. He was like, yo, how do you want your cover to look? I'm like, bro, I just wanted to be me on the front and an octopus on a pit bull chain. And he was like, okay, cool, all right, bet. <laughs> I can't draw the chain, but I can put the octopus. I'm like, that works for me. <laughs> and I just kind of started understanding the mystique of like telling motherfuckers not to ask about some shit. So he was like, oh, well, what does it mean? I'm like, I can't tell you. Whole time, that shit didn't really mean nothing. But in hindsight, the whole purpose of it was to be for the meaning to find myself. So over time, like it's all like this, the, uh, the octopus itself has always presented itself to me over time because I put it out there like that. Mm -hmm. People have brought the information to me. So I've been able to understand like how interesting creatures they are, the complexity of them, like so many different meanings to that have like formed the themes of the overall album. Okay. So I let it figure, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. At first it was just like random emoji. <laughs> Let's figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> so what you've learned about um, the octopus, is there anything that you can take from that to compare to yourself? Hell yeah. Um, I would say um, the best thing about them for and a lot of people can relate to, especially in times right now is the spiritual meaning behind them. Like if that's like your, if you believe in like totem and spiritual animals and shit like that, um, they represent like staying low key and getting your shit together. Okay. So it's like, that's, it represents like you got it together, but everybody doesn't know yet. And when it's time for you to show motherfuckers, you don't show them, but you don't really got to. It's like, that shit is like, the epitome of standing your own lane because they're super duper complex creatures like some of the best creations that god could have made but most people don't even know that and they cool with it it's like nigga i'm just over here in my little complex camouflage lane like you don't even need to understand me Word. and they happy with that they don't live a very long time they just do their thing octopus it up and um they fuck ish they, don't, <laughs> they actually really don't fuck the funny thing is this, they, hand, they hand semen over that's like, literally, that's them making it. Over. They just be like, like a fucking bird. <laughs> they don't. They don't actually mate. Like they have like a uh, one of their tentacles, and it's not a dick. It's just a tentacle. The nigga just be like, oh. and then the woman's like, appreciate you, king. <laughs> the man dies shortly after, and then the woman she uh well God damn. Octopus, she gives birth to the eggs or whatever, and she guards the eggs until they're hatched, and then. When she's guarding them, it takes so much out of her because she doesn't eat, she doesn't do anything. She just guards the eggs to make sure they straight. You really been doing your research, bro. Like oh, you... I didn't do nothing but research. That's Yo, that's true. fire. <laughs> yeah, everything's for a reason. Hmm. Hell yeah. So um, let's let's get into the backstory. Like, how how did Scoozy um, Tribe of Finesse? How was that created? How did you guys get into Richmond? Like, I want to know the whole story. Hell yeah. So I'm from uh, I'm from Newport News. Uh, not all the way. My family, I'm a military brat, so my dad is from St. Thomas. My mother's from North Carolina. Um, we, my dad retired in Newport News, so that's where we just stayed at, and I grew up there. I've been all over the 7-5, so I'm from Newport News. I lived in Williamsburg, Hampton, all over the place. And um, I've always been rapping. Like, Scoozy itself is just like an actual nickname from like middle school, because I'm like super polite. It's like, excuse me, Scoozy, et cetera. So, um, and the two eyes just represent duality from a Gemini. Okay. But uh, as far as with the Tribe of Finesse, again, that all came at that same time period, like 2017-ish, when um, 
the uh, 75 movement was doing a lot, I was getting a lot of attention. And again, just that title, I was like, what's the most random shit I can think of? Because that project was leading into my next project, which was Veronica's Apartment, which is a little bit bigger. So I was just like, all right, Infinite Vibes, because Vibes wasn't like that big at the time, but Infinite Vibes from the lands of finesse, octopus. Okay. Randomness. Word. Niggas are intrigued. <laughs> and then I just kept the finesse shit going. So then when I got my band, that was the finesse band. Um, once I decided to have a group of motherfuckers, however that group was, I called everybody that was amongst myself um, the tribe of finesse. Okay. Um, just trying to keep things within a community effort. Because for me, shit is always about community. Um, after a while, I decided to move out to Richmond. Me and Bruce have known each other since we both went to Hampton University together. Bruce is originally from out in the area. Yeah. Okay. And then um, we've always been real, real Shout close. out Bruce. Hell yeah. That's me. And a lot of things that he's doing now, he was already doing, but I was just like, man, I'd rather do business with somebody who I'm really close with. And we've just been growing from there. I just kind of gave him a proposition of what I would like him to do. He's done that and then stepped up even more into his own self. And um, that shit, we just making shit rock. I thought y'all were brothers. We technically we are. Not like blood, but. Oh, I feel that. We've been hazed together. Okay. <laughs> Reborn babies. So, so Bruce, um, give us a little bit of your background and, and how you got to, you know, becoming the role of, you know, you guys working together and everything. Man. So, yeah, I am uh, Bruce, a.k.a. Chubsy Bear, um, on Instagram and Twitter if you want to find me. Um, yeah, no, we just know each other for, like, what, seven years? Something seven like years, marching the band together, hazed together and shit like that. And I just really fuck with this music. That's really what it is. I was like, damn, bro, what is this, Saturday? Oh, man, wake up, no, type shit, you know what I'm saying? And it just branched off once he moved to Richmond, what, two, three years ago? Yeah. We started working together. Like, we hung out a lot, and then we started working together. So it was like, what you need me to do? Okay, I'm going to carry the DJ's fucking speakers and shit like that. Turns out I can be tech savvy, too, like designing website for um, schools and shit, um, uh, QRC codes, hyperlinks, shit like that. We make content every other week, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of played off of it, like what you told me, like play off people's strengths. Yeah. And one of mine, I like to talk. I like to talk a lot. I be very, I can be very articulate. I've seen I the little videos where you where you pull up on people and just start. Oh, hell yeah, that's that's that shit my, is hard. I like that's my shit. favorite thing to do. It's fun. <laughs> I think that's that's the thing about putting people in position because it's like again, like he said, like we always been close, but I've always known him to have like that warm personality. And it was like, just like, uh, I'm good in front of the camera to an extent, but it's like, I know how he is with people. And I was like, bro, I feel like after a certain, like doing certain types of things. So it's like, if you watch some of my shit, he has like multiple characters that he does. Like we both do, but like, he can really sell it. Like we do, we have a cooking show that we do too. So yeah, it's the like, lives. I, I fuck with them oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. So it's like, he's dope on his own accord. It's just like, I'm just here to be like, you a star, man. Here's how, <laughs> like, so. No, um, but that's how I feel about everybody around me, man. It's like everybody's interested. Like, but most people I keep around me is just like people that like I might ask you to do shit because a lot of people want to do shit mm -hmm. until it's time to do shit. Yeah, right? It's like, nigga, you just want to turn up and be around. But um, some of the people, including himself, it's like it's people that have done what I've asked and then gone up and beyond to like really. Like, 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 damn, this motherfucker is beneficial to what the fuck I do. I right. gotta give you an incentive to stay around me, my nigga. Because mm -hmm. so, you helping me out more than anything else. So, and I, and I just try to do my best to even play and feel like you helping the fuck out of me. Let me do whatever I can to help you do what it is that you trying to do, too. Well, well, the idea of each hand washing the other, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own role they're playing. Everybody, you converge, you diverge. That's what life is, you know what I'm saying? So, right. at one point, we're gonna converge, we're gonna work together, you're gonna branch out, we're gonna do our own separate shit. It's all gonna come back around. Facts. That shit yeah. dope. Come back around. Yeah, no lie, that shit dope. 
right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. now with the, with the new project ask about the octopus um let, let's get into that um I've I've heard a little bit of the project and I loved everything I've heard like every song Thank like you. Newport shorts video I love it like the the whole like just the up close personal vibes the like the perspectives and everything the way that was shot like I, I love everything about it but t- take me into like your creative process of like creating that project and, and your music in general because yeah. I, I normally don't hear your type of music like as far as like that you 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 have the pen like your your pockets everything is 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 there but also you you're you're aware of what's going on. Yeah. So you you you're, you're being that conscious type that that can actually like motivate people to like you know want to make change and be that leader. Like I really want to get into that. Like how how did that come into you know fruition and everything? Um, I've just always been very animate about speaking on what was or has gone on with me, and I've been very aggressive about making sure that my skill set matched where I was at in my life. Like for example, before I started working on this album, I didn't feel like I was lyrically where I wanted to be. So to get where I needed to be, I did 30 freestyles. Like, like, and I and I dressed them up a certain way. They on my YouTube. Like, I made them look cute with like the fucking. Um, I made them like they were chopped and screwed. Mm-hmm. But the real there was an aesthetic purpose to it. I was like, I don't think I'm ready. I'm like, maybe I'll be ready in 30 songs. Like that was okay. like my like hyperbolic time chamber. Like I well, and then because like for me like the first five freestyles might have been like some goofy like I fuck you girl type shit. But then by freestyle six we talking about God. And the next one we're talking about finance. And I'm like, okay, that's where I want to be at. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm very aware of the craftsmanship. I've always been a big fan of the hip hop culture, like when I came into hip hop. And um, everybody around me, I was very animate about making sure that the culture was important. So it wasn't just myself. I had people around me that were break dancers. I had people around me that did art. I had people around me that were like into the 5% nation or Zulu nation and shit like that. That knowledge came with it. So it was always important for me to, on the community type shit we talked about earlier, pushing the culture forward. So I always want to make sure that like, again, Godspeed everybody who believes whatever they believe or what they don't. But like for me, I love the culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I always want to make sure that what I put out and my content grows with me as a person in however way that it grows. So I want to make sure that like anytime I'm doing some shit, I'm very conscious of what it is that we putting out and how it's being made aesthetically. Right. Hell yeah, that's that's fire, bro. Cause like, like for real, like I, I feel like we need more, more, more artists like you that are actually like using their gifts to to actually like influence people to actually want to do positive things and that's what i've gotten out your music and i'm pretty sure a lot of people have gotten it out of it as well yeah that's that's the point bro because it's like um we dictate the culture like hip-hop is because like music is always transcending a lot of things as far as like spirituality and like i mean it's vibrations it comes from the earth all that third eye woke shit but it does and it's like we have to understand that as people that put out this shit niggas love not niggas but people everybody who's in this culture love to say like oh, i'm not a role model under this is like fuck that bro you have to take some role of responsibility as the people who advance music in america <laughs> we have to uh, like fall into that role and understand that it's like you dictate the culture and that's cool just take the reins of this shit and be aware of it. it doesn't mean everything has to be like go to school and read your books like nah it's like you can make like your heart like you can still do like your like real thugged out shit as i'm like explaining what you go through and she's like that's important too but it's the difference between like explaining and influencing and you have to be cognizant of that and what you put putting out so it's like you have to take some realm of responsibility for the words that you bring out to people because i mean you're manifesting everybody else's futures by letting right. them know, oh man, this is the life that I lived. I lived. It was lucrative for me. 
go ahead and deal crack and get shot up by somebody. Mm -hmm. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch ass nigga. But like, <laughs> it's like, you really have to be cognizant of these like these truths. You know what I'm saying? Because right. someone's going to really believe it. Like, mm -hmm. like you're talking about stands and shit. Then one will stand your lyrics. And be like, Fuck. Facts. Yeah. Trying to be just like him. Get you fucked up in there. Mm -hmm. And it be a lot of motherfuckers that's like. One, a lot of these people haven't really gone through a lot of shit that they talk about, and that's none of my business. But then you have a lot of people too who I've already went through it, and they keep for like, I'll give you like, I fucks with Future, but Future's a good example. He was on the people like he got on camera I think, a couple years ago and was like, yeah, I don't do drugs no more. Why the fuck are you still talking about drugs? <laughs> like that's not cool. That's what yeah, it's not good. That like that shit is not groovy, bro. It's mad fucking people our age that are fucking like heroin addicts, but they don't know they're doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. listening to him trying yeah. to yeah. perpetuate yeah, like, that kind bro, of it's like, oh, I'm popping pills. What is what? Do you, what is in the pill, bro? It's like you're trying to replicate. Yeah. Like, it's like people don't know what life, what their life's purpose is. They're trying to replicate someone else's. They're trying to live up to what they wanted, to, what they what they did, mm -hmm. and they're trying to get the the, um, the end goal that they got. Right. You can't live anybody else's life. You have to, as an artist, you have to grow. Like. I feel like people will get, like, for example, like, I'm a big Jay-Z fan, right? But I can appreciate 444, I almost said 444 like Wendy shit. <laughs> Good deal. But I can appreciate that level of Jay because I remember Big Pimp and Jay. And it's like, right. I love both Jays, but it's like, from the outside looking at them, I, man, I remember being like a, a little nigga watching the Big Pimp video and his ass yeah. everywhere. And then watching, like, listening to this nigga now talk about taxes and being unfaithful and trying to get his shit together and watching everything, like, I feel that's inspiring for people. You have to show people growth. That's that's important. That's key. Yeah, that's key. Because everybody, if you keep rapping the same idea, like Future, still rapping about like drugs and shit like that, you're still stuck in that same mindset. You know, like say Jay Z. Jay Z grew. Nigga was dealing crack, owns buildings. You know, he's yeah. talking about being in a different tax bracket, actually investing your money. You know, what I'm saying having one wife and like really being about your family and shit. Legacy. Well, Legacy. Yeah. Come on, that's sustainable. That's key right there. Mm -hmm. Like you need to give some people some hope to look to. God damn it. You know, something sustainable. Yeah. He does yeah. a big game. I think sometimes he gets a bad rep. I know people disagreed with the NFL situation and all that with Blash, but I do think Jay Z does have a lot to do with um uh, some of the things that have gone right in America on, 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 on a mm -hmm. lot of fronts. Because he's put in a lot of work too. Um, I wanted to, to get your opinion, your stance on uh, how you feel about the current situation with, you know, the White House, the politics. Um, do you feel like they're going to have a nice transition of power? Or do you think? Hell no. Nah. You think Trump's going to be in his bag? It's already that nigga shitty. That nigga swimming in his bag right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, it's, I mean, it's like it's crazy because it, one of my my friends brought up a good point, and I hate it and I don't agree with his overall point you know what I'm yeah, talking about yeah. but he was saying it's like bro it's like picking between like the best pimp like fuck. it really is yeah, it's like they both, yeah. it's like I now granted I don't like where his resolution went with that we won't get into that but I do agree with the overall like fuck we really should like now granted I do feel like one is not comparable to the other in any way shape or form personally, personally for me yeah. but um I think it's gonna be one of them things when like when we look back like it's already shitty now but like you ever dated somebody who was like some ass and you was just like damn <laughs> that bitch really got a train ran on her in my mama's garage like that's wild damn like, god like, damn i ain't never dated nobody like that that's trump <laughs> nobody getting yeah, trained in trump my garage the, the in my mama's yeah, garage that's, a train ran on her that's the ugly yeah, truth yeah mama's garage yes yes if y'all still doing that i hope this be safe. This wear a condom, but don't tell nobody. Just keep that shit between y'all, y'all three, yeah. or y'all four. I feel like we've been surviving wild. this shit so much. It's like when we really look back, we're like, yo, 
this nigga was really the president <laughs> for a while. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. For a high school lifetime. And, and you know, we have really a choice between lesser evils. And unfortunately, that's the best you could do. Is a lot of people voted against the current situation more so than for yeah. what we currently have. And a lot so. of people didn't vote because of the situation, you know? Yeah, and I couldn't really fault people who didn't vote. Because it's like, how do you them. really make that decision? Yeah. It was a tough call for a lot of people. It was. Yeah. I can, I can yeah. see that. But like, if you have to look at the, I guess, the, in the overall scheme of things, I mean, it might not affect you, but you have to think of the, the community of which you're in. Because that's all, I don't know. Right. Exactly. What what yeah. Yeah. Bigger picture. So, yeah. Exactly. Like, you, you can see how it is. Oh, it's going to affect me. But how does it affect my mom or mm-hmm. my cousins or my best friend? Or someone who's involved with me, like mm-hmm. yeah. you gotta, you can't be selfish with some of the things you yeah, do. Yeah, the like, hood still like the hood. Oh, yeah, I was, I like that. A lot of people bringing up the tax shit. Like I know mm-hmm. niggas that like is really pushing Trump is talking about. He's like, gonna take thirty percent off my check, brother. It's like, but you, but you poor, bro. Make less than four hundred. We all, like, yeah. A lot of, he's not even, he's not even worried like about you. Yeah. I think you had to make over five hundred thousand or four hundred thousand like, for it to really yeah. affect you. So like. That ain't, a, that ain't most of us. So. It's not. I don't even think the president falls under that shit. Facts. We talk right? annual salary. I think they should like three fifty, three hundred. Yeah, yeah you're right. He I mean, just doesn't make. Yeah, not they, for him. They but, they make more know, after their yeah. presidency. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, that comes what big deals and actually like doing other political things. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, I Next did I did vote. I did take part in it because of a lot of different reasons. But I said I understand where some people come from because it is a hard decision and. Yeah. When you were coming right down to it, I saw faults in both of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But I definitely see him being childish and just you know taking his ball home and not wanting people to play anymore. I mean, they're already doing that. If you look at it, he's told what the coronavirus uh, t- uh, response team not to talk to Biden, no transition teams to talk mm-hmm. to Biden. But he's already moving. Like you know, he's picking out his cabinet, doing whatever he wants to do. Because like it all depends on the maturity. Because yeah. like the one they have their faults, but Biden is winning in the maturity factor. Back. You know, he's showing them, yep. you know, you don't have to play with me. I got my own shit. And granted, <laughs> they both like 420 years old together. <laughs> like, yeah, it looks like it hurts them to like open their eyes. It so. does. Yeah, that's what's happening. I that shit on a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tomorrow we're rattling a jelly bean bag that's them walking Back. down the street. Facts. Come on. <laughs> But um, back to um, ask about the octopus. Um, I wanted to know um, what producers you worked with, or do you, or do you do the production yourself? Because, because it seems like it's like it goes hand in hand. Like that connection, like the way you pick your beats is like it's it's like second to none in my opinion. I used to think about it. I used to, but um, now I work uh, directly. So normally I work directly with Jack Union, very good friend of mine. Okay. Um, he produced all my EPs that have dropped within the last year. And then um, he, me and him co-produced my last project, Veronica's Apartment. And um, for this one, it was uh, No One Ever. So No One Ever is a, a collaborative effort between him and Wilkes. Wilkes has been featured on a couple of my songs. He's done a, a production on a couple of them too. So it's been both of them. And then also we have like, uh, I think the only other co-producer was uh, Zoe. Zoe's a very young cat. He's from Newport News. He goes out. Okay. He goes to VCU now. So he did um, the song that dropped today, Calisthenics. Okay. Yeah. Word, 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 word. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was another one. Yeah, yeah. That's just hard. Thank you. Thank you. That's just hard. So I, I keep everything in house. I try to keep it like consistent just so that, again, I, I really think about the musical part of it. Now, I don't want a whole bunch of beats from mad niggas. Like, but also, I mean, him, we work. That's like, that's my, my family. That's like legitimately like my brother. So, he like we go back so far like I don't have to tell him nothing like he'll be doing some shit and I'll see him do it and like I'll just be like, like there's almost no point in me 
having co-production notes because I don't have to say nothing. I just sit there and it's just like, oh, all right, but you did it. Like, you can tell, like you can really tell, like, like for real, like the way, like in the in the like also like the samples, like it just gives me like that nostalgic vibe. Like I love it. Like it's yeah. really dope. It's definitely um, on purpose. I would say the good thing about it is too, like a lot of these things they didn't like take a lot of work for me. Like it literally would be me like coming back from Richmond on whatever day I could come. And he'd be like, what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know, bro, just whatever. And then he makes some shit, and I write some shit, and then that's it. Word. And it, it all came together. And like, I just, again, I it just really spoke about what was going on currently, and I made sure I was consistent um, with my efforts, and make, again, to make sure I was ready for what was to come. Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's that's what's up, man. I, I'm I'm really happy that um that we were able to talk about this, but um, when is the release date? Because I've heard it, but I know everybody else, especially when they hear this, gonna be like. When is it coming out? Where can I find it? Um, the lead single, the tracks that you want, you know, new and current listeners to listen to, like, let us know. So um, initially it was actually supposed to come out November 17th today, but um, I had to remind myself that again, music is, an aesthetic, is like a spiritual aesthetic. It's, right. It's God's timing and it wasn't time for it to come out yet. Mm -hmm. So um, it's done, but we just getting the sounds right. So I would say give it a couple weeks, probably like, Early to mid no mid December. Okay. People will know it's not gonna be some Beyonce shit. You're gonna know well ahead of time. As long as you following me, SKUZ with two eyes. Um <laughs> I'll let you know well, well, well in advance. But um you I'll probably be releasing that date within days, honestly. But um we did already drop Newport Shorts that came out. Check um, that video out. That shit is hard as a bitch. Yes, and shout out to uh, yes, Tyler Barnes. That shit She's is hard. The, the director for it. Daddy shot it, daddy did his goddamn thing too, so it was really dope. Um, ready for calisthenics just came out today. That's gonna be the next video as well. So shout out to Young Ivy. He's ugly as hell. That's my boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm excited. And the next thing after that's probably gonna be the project. So mm -hmm. no quote me, but more than likely. Yeah, and I gotta say, I'm I'm very excited to to finally hear when it drops because I've I've heard maybe snippets of it here and there. It sounds like you really you you put in a lot of effort into this project. Oh yeah, man. And I appreciate that too. And it's yeah. like even what I sent Shaw is not like. It's like four things on there that's not there, and then like the skits and shit isn't there either. So it's like that, and like to me, that's just me being like a author. Like I, I'm gonna give you enough so we can talk about it, but it's like you're going to get that full experience. Oh, yeah. when it's yeah. time, like you got to keep that anticipation. Because once you get this, the skits yeah. is really like that's my one of my favorite parts of everything. So I see, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I love artists that that take pride in the skits. Those are the little things that I miss. Very it takes me back to like the, the good old days when like albums was like albums where it was like, hey yo, you remember track 13 when they did the thing on yep, the skit? Yep. Like, Hell yeah. those are the things yep. that I really remember and like I cherish, like, for real. I think, and again, I think even for us that comes from like that musical background, like we're mm -hmm. used to playing, like we play everything. Like most of us, we come up on concert music, uh, classical music, marching and shit like that. Fair. All of these things are Large pieces, boss. Like, <laughs> yeah. we just talk about that Pause shit. <laughs> Shout out to the men. Gotta get that. <laughs> but, um, bitch, you hit me now. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> like, not, not saying no names now, but, uh, they, uh, you used to, like, different acts. Like, like that what got me to, just, like, going a little off, but, like, Janelle Monet, her, oh, her man, first. Oh, Android? Yeah, our Android, like, oh, that man. was broken in that, like, different. See, like it's literally broken down like a piece of classical music, but it's like so there might be different vibes, so to speak, but it's like everything ties within each other. Like this is one whole thing. Like even though al albums are relatively new, albums did not exist until the '60s. That's a very new concept. Mm -hmm. But as far as a piece of work, a whole consistent thing, that's been around for a grip. So 
I'm happy to keep that type of musicality alive as far as a cohesive group of musical works together to make one thing. That's what I love. So hell yeah, and you and you can tell in your music for sure. I, I can tell you personally. Um, I'm glad that um, I've, I've come across your music. Um, shout out to my homie um, Trey, his wife Raven. Um, they were having a, a, a little special head. event at their crib. That's when I first met met you guys, and he's performing at their crib. And I was like, Trey, who the hell is? Who's that? Like I was like, yo, we gotta we like we gotta work like, and then we were able to do the um, the rock the beat joint, and yeah. um, you you killed that joint. I, I, I wish we could have done more with that, but it was kind of something that we had to put together like kind of fast. But as soon as we can get back outside, we're gonna work because like now you're you're an artist that I want to show to people like, hey yo, have you heard of Scoozy? Have you heard of Tropic Finesse? Like yo, like I'm about to put people on like for real. Like Appreciate I'm that. a true fan. It was awesome. Very lit that night. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. That was when you dropped all those drinks. I dropped three drinks. Only three. Dropped a lot of drinks. It was three. More than one. It was more than one. I mean, we was, was all. It was a lot going on that night. I, had, I saw a video clip from it the other day, and I was like, God damn, we look, we look filthy. What, what was that? What was that? It was at the Hoff in the dark room. Oh, the dark room. Oh, I oh, do remember talking about that. Yes. First time. Oh, you talking about the first one? Oh, oh, you talking about Trey Crib? Yes. Oh yeah, that. See, that's the because we was playing the drinking games in the um. Never mind. I, I ain't going about to put <laughs> nobody out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We shout out, shout out to Trey. Right that's my, that's my name. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember the dark room. The dark room. You put on a, a hell of a show. Hey, thank you. And I, I didn't, I didn't quite connect it when you first entered. Wasn't, I think I heard somebody else was that bring it like up. The same one you was talking about. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't the yeah. last performance for quarantine? Nah, we, he's talking about the one we was upset about the thing. I got you. I got yeah. you. I got we, you. We, that was like that for a reason. Yeah. We was feeling the type. That was a good one. But respectably and competitively. The energy was definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. But the great energy thing is, we're about to have a great performance yes, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna pass it to you guys. Um, before before we take it to the performance, anything you guys want to ask them before I let them plug in everything that they want to plug in to let our viewers know what's going on. Yeah, I got a quick question. Yeah. Um, you know, just listening to your music, um, you know, beforehand and everything. Who would you say most inspired your flow? Because I do think you have one of the most unique flows I've heard in a little while. Thank you. Um, Facts. She question, baby. It's a combination. Of, I guess not, nobody specifically. Um, I, just, I, I meant combination. I could tell. It's yeah, a, study, it's a I study a lot of shit. Um, probably a combination between like Thelonious Monk, Prince, uh, Biggie. Not so much. Like, I love Jay, but I wouldn't say that's an influence. Jay, I'm more so like. Business yeah, yeah. I, I just, I love, I'm, just, I'm a fan, but not really musically. I, I'm still inspired, but not like I don't take the flows or whatever. Um, but Biggie, like I started rapping with Biggie. I started rapping with early J Cole. Like that was when I started rapping. Was like the warm up. Um, but at the same time, I was like taking my dad's old CDs, like Drop Call Quest, um, Ready to Die, uh, shit like that. Um, cool Kids. Uh, I, as far as calming down my flow though, because I used to be too wordy. This project I've been learning to say more but less. Mm. I definitely took some of the concepts from Jay. Um, Larry June actually, I'm a big Larry June fan. I fuck with Larry June, but it's okay. just like, again, learning how to currency Shout for sure. But again, specifically for this yeah. project, like learning how, like, cause I'm such a like lyrical, spherical, miracle nigga. Like I was mm. just like, like. The word play. The true challenge to me as a musician is like getting your point across and saying something just as prolific with less words, because that's hard to do. That's a dope combination. Yeah, yeah. It's beautifully worded the way you transition. It sounds like uh, the growth is there, and 
I'm, that just makes me more excited to hear what you got coming, man. Thank you, thank you. Bruce, right, who did it. you look up to? My bad, Fox. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I, I got we was questions. A, yeah, Come I got on, you. I got you. But I, while we were on this, Bruce, who did? Because because you're 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 more of that. I feel like me and you are a lot of the same thing because a lot of the roles that you play for Scoozy is what I do for Cloud TV. Oh yeah. So I want to get your, your your I want to pick your brain a little bit to figure out you know who who do you look up to who 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 is that standard that you be like all right that's a person that I could look up to where I can learn some things and I can put that into you know what I'm doing to help to help Tribal Finesse Scoozy the whole brand. Shoot, that's a really good question, man. Um, definitely with I guess as far as the business business minded aspect, Jay Z. Like the way you like you form your business, you know, you put people in the positions you want them to be in so that they can like excel. That's not something that I thought about. Me being like when I was young, I just tried to do, try to be like a jack of all trades type nigga. I'm good at a lot of random stuff, but not excelling in the stuff that I could really like forward myself in. So like mm -hmm. more so like that. If you're talking about music, I like that Jay-Z's way of business of putting people where they want to be. Right. As far as just like musical top five type random shit, I'm a very old young guy so like i like people like um louis armstrong who i modeled myself to play trumpet after off of because i played music as well word that's what's up yeah no i used to um play trumpet tuba guitar trying to relearn guitar and play ukulele type shit you know what i'm saying yeah, we'd we love met, to have you met. perform too i would love to see that he's, he's, he wants me to at a, like a random bro program. i'm a bully like with his like, music <laughs> shit because like for us us both we both again we like we met through band like and um, I think he met me as a section leader, and yeah. he ultimately became a section leader. Yeah. Okay. So I've been like like teaching shit like that, but so like with him, anytime I see him in the career plan, I'm like, so you know you gonna need to take that shit to open mic. He's like, bro, I'll be ready when I'm. I'm like, nah, fuck that, bro. Let's get it. I'm like, you're not gonna learn till you fuck up. <laughs> just like just being overly like that's, that's the truth. Definitely a conversation we've had like shit, but like nah like. It just uh, open up from just be on stage, just messing around. I'm right here, baby. Play that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to school. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> but nah, like Louis Armstrong, uh, Leonard Bernstein, which who did a uh, West Side Story, Porgy and Best, like a lot of the uh, writing for those like musicals. Extremely good conductor in musical uh, for musicals and shit like that, and a um, uh, band director. I love it. Um, J Cole, just because he's like he's gotten me through my life shit. High school, college, all of his projects came all, came around the times that I really needed them to come around. And like some of his songs really defined the moments in my life that I needed to like needed to be defined. Um Jermaine. Jermaine. I'm trying, Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine. Um, this is real, man. I really fuck with uh early Chancellor Rapper. Yeah, facts. Like yeah. pre uh the big day Chancellor Rapper. Acid rap. Oh yeah. man. Shout out to JP. Yeah. JP Floyd. Oh man. Yeah. He has some glimpses of still having it. He but does. Yeah, he no, did Chance the rapper, he he can still like we had this conversation the other day. Yeah. He still has what he needs to do to be put out a great album. It's just the way he put out his the, the big day. His debut album was, in my opinion, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna talk about your wife, like this is uh this it's too much. It was just too, too much. much. And like someone comparatively who did like an album about his wife, Alan Stone, white guitar player. I think he was pretty soulful. He did an album entirely about his about his wife. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, I'm not over. I don't feel overbearing. It's not just about your wedding day. It's like every single characteristic aspect that you felt about your wife. Like, and I actually would put him in one of my top fives, honestly. If you haven't checked him out, his tiny desk is fucking phenomenal. Alan yes. Stone. Oh man. Yes. He's he's a really weird looking white guy. He sings <laughs> ass off. 
I caught that on a rabbit hole. Tiny yeah, check that shit out. To come on, and I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, goddamn, who is this white man singing about brown eyes? Right, these guys and shit. He's like, killing that I shit. I want to feel like this. Who is this white man? Thank you. <laughs> who is this white man? On that name? <laughs> shit. But, but go ahead, Fox, with your question. Oh shit! I got a lot of questions, man. What motivates you to write, write your lyrics, man? Like, cause you got some dope lyrics. Thank you. It's a combination of um, the craft and then just getting shit out. It's therapy for me. It's therapy that I, don't, I didn't understand until I actually started doing therapy. Like, I've just always been a writer. Like, I just love, I love rap. Like, I just legitimately love rap. I love rapping. I'm competitive. Like, I love being better than somebody else. Honestly, that might not be the healthiest thing, but it works for me. Yeah. Like, and, but I'm also understanding more too now about being the moment. But that's not the end of this. But, um, my, I'm just, I'm really big on the culture and the craft. Like my, my life goals extend finance and shit like that. I want to be the best musician for myself, the best. Like I want to see how many different ways I can do something. I just generally love the craft. And I'm really big on understanding like that my gifts exceed my personal needs. Man. I understand that there's somebody out there that needs to hear what the fuck I'm talking about. Like no matter, like I'll give you a quick, quick story. I, when I was, uh, I had to switch schools when I was little. I don't know how familiar y'all are with the 7-5, but like I was in Newport News and I had to switch to Williamsburg. What's a good comparison to that for like 804? Uh, coming from uh, Richmond Public Schools to Glen Allen. Mm. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> it was a different environment. So like I, that was when I started taking it serious. And I remember I like I did one, one show for them, like a talent show, and it, it went well. And then I was part of Soul, which is like School of the Arts. And it was like, yeah, we want you to rap for this. And it's like all funded by old white people. Mm-hmm. And like I did like the most problematic shit I could do, because just, just to be contrary at the time, I was like 16, 17. So I did like a song about like turning up and then some other shit. And I did this song about like, it was three verses, and which at the time was way too long. So it was about like suicide and like abortion, just really serious, heavy yeah, shit. Yeah, heavy shit. Yeah, and like, I was just happy to be there. And I remember every, like, no one clapped for me. I was, keep on, I'm in school, I'm a child. And like, all these white people, like the song was over and they were just like, this is what I'm preparing for. And I was, but I was cool and I was like, fuck, again, I was contrary. So it was like, it is what it is. And I walked off and I remember just like, old, I'm gonna say old, but older than me, young woman, came up to me like crying and shit. And she hugged me and she never explained what it was specifically that, you know, uh, triggered her. But she was just kept saying just how thankful she was. She was like, thank you for talking about what she's talking about. Like, it, it means a lot to me. Like, thank you so much. Like, crying and shit. And I remember when that happened, I was like. That should mean a lot to me. Yeah. A lot. That, that never left me. Like, I was always like, it's like, I'm going to talk about fun stuff, too, because that's important to my life. But the shit that I think is specific to myself, I'm never going to just, like that in my brain like that's gonna i'm gonna talk about that okay okay yeah some real deep shit because that's how i be feeling too as a as an artist myself all right so as an artist how do your fans come to you like how do your com- fans come to you as your lyrics like do they enjoy it like i ain't gonna say that but do they do they feel it do they get the message that she's sending them hell yeah i get i get it all the time it's like the best thing that she really sees at the show is just like you like it might be two motherfuckers, it might be fifty, but it's like you motherfuckers know them songs, and that's that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my god, you love me. Yeah, but um, that's what got me <laughs> when you said my homie crib, bro. It was literally just us. 
Like he had his he had his DJ. They pulled up as soon as you dropped it. It is like I was like straight tuned in. I was like, hold on, who is that? Like, yeah, that's I promise. As soon as I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As soon as like, I words, heard his music, like it was the words, the yeah, flow, I the energy. In. That's why I didn't mean to cut you off, you but I had to. That that's how I felt. Yeah, it, it resonates. It's like I'm just happy when people tell me, like, because I've had people like this. I talk about all types of yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Like people actually get back to you and tell you how they feel about like. Yeah, that's, that's conversation. Yeah. I just make sure I have conversations, and I don't just be like, "Hey, thanks for the support, nigga." Like, nah, like yeah. I try to talk about because, like, I've had like songs about like like you talk some deep shit. Yeah, like yeah. I have one of my songs, Savage. It's like it's fun, but it's about like getting cheated on. And I had a lot of people, like a lot of people, like it was messy because it was about a specific person. And motherfuckers was like, "Oh, that bitch is trifling." But I had some people who didn't know me, and it was just like, "Nigga, that helped. That made me want to start writing again. That made me want to write a poem about what I've been through." Like. And that's what's important to me. Like, and then like I had a song about me and my dad's relationship. Like, um, that was a good one. Yeah, conversations in the parking lot. A lot of people, like after and my my dad wasn't happy about it. Me and him are in a much better relationship. But I had so many people that had issues with their parents, or issues with their fathers. And again, God bless EOM. I forgot. I, yeah. I, I falsely mentioned his name earlier, but EOM, God bless the day. He passed away. He produced that song. But um he gave me that that song and that's done a lot for a lot of people and again it's not one of my biggest songs but it's like that and then um prayers to self which prayers is to self like speaking from a person like who is a fan of your music before we even started working together prayers to self was help what helped me a lot you know what i'm saying two years ago i'm playing prayers to self on my way to my job every morning screaming the fucking lyrics right. about a bitch who don't fucking want to love me <laughs> But I love myself, bitch. <laughs> I know my problems. We can probably like, do the acapella for that after the set. Shh, that ass. <laughs> oh, shit. It, it, it's running that deep. Okay, yeah, okay. It, that that, it's like in your spirit. Not the best. Shit, are you working with any other artists right now? Not at the moment. I'm not against it. It's just me just wrapping up the album. But I'm, I'm, I'm always down. I'm like, yeah, like, community is important. So I'm always down to work with people and shit like that. Like, that's, that's going to be my main thing. After this album's finished, I'm trying to work with everybody. Like, whoever wants to work, I'm trying to work. It don't matter. Should drop your app name right now. Yeah. Uh, also hit us up at scoozymanagement at gmail.com if you would like to work. We are on a we're on our professional business level. S K U Z with two I's M G M T at gmail.com. Hit us up. And we answer emails. And just to be transparent, that's both of us on there, so it's not like some random motherfucker somewhere else is getting the shit. We both will see yeah, it. Nah, like, and we it, both will respond. And, and we talk about it. Like if you, if one of us gets it, we'll ask the other one if they see it. Or scoozy.com, S K U Z double I dot com. We got places you can check us out. Yeah. But do but don't DM me. No. That's no disrespect. It's just we sent out hella like promotion on oh, DMs. Yeah. So my DMs are lost. So it's like, and I have, I'm going through that one now. That. Right now with people, yeah. it's like, bro, I'm not trying to be Hollywood. It's just for organization purposes. And yeah. even yeah. past that, we specifically said. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically said, just hit us up with the emails. Yeah, yeah. It's easier. It's organized, and like you said, both of us look at them. Yeah. Both of us look at them. If one doesn't catch it, the other one will. Pause. Pause. Oh God, I got that. All right, do to that. That's a good pause. Yeah, let's get into this motherfucker. All right, <laughs> so we're about to take another break. Fuck a break. Scoozy, Bruce, Tribal Finesse, and when we get back, we're gonna get to our cloud talk, our top five. Hey. To the cloud. To the cloud. Oh, by the way, I'm trying to pass this loud, brother. All right, look, if I pause, that means you catch it. I'm going to try you. to see how far I can ride it out. Fuck <laughs> out of here, buddy. Yo, hey, yo. Perfect. Pause. Perfect. That was wild. Pause. Bro, you freaky as hell. Pause. Fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> you recording this? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, I didn't mean it like, nah, I meant. It's too late. I know what I meant, though. I know yeah, exactly. Do we know? Mean. You said patching and passing and catching and. This nigga's a freak. Cloud <laughs> <laughs> talks, hot, hot. Gotcha. Yo, hey, yo. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not judging. Pause with the game. It's just what it is. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> we are back. Clouded judgment. Pause talk. Nah, let me stop. Pause talk. <laughs> nah, that's our top five. Y'all already know. We're about to give you our top five artists. Right now, we're on our number three. We have Scoozy, Bruce. They're going to give us their top five, one through five, but you already know what time it is. I'm going to go ahead and start with my number three. My number three is, fuck, who's my number three? Oh, Drake. Drizzy. Drizzy Drake is my number three. Main reason why Drake is my number three is the simple fact that this nigga do not miss. He's consistent as fuck. Like, he does not, like, miss on any type of category. Like, any type of genre he wants to attack, he hits it. If he wants to do trap shit, he gets into it. If he wants to get into his fucking reggaeton bag, if he wants to get into, like, the little... Um, fucking island shit, the emotional shit, like if anything, like my favorite personally from Drake is like when he gets into like his 8 a.m. in Chicago or his 5 p.m. in wherever the fuck, like those are my favorite personal bags by Drake. But I was the main thing that took me to Drake was I'm going to take you back to the main reason. Um, it was um, sophomore year. This is when I came to Virginia. Um, I just transferred to Virginia Union. And um, this is when um, Wayne just signed him and they had like the Young Money All Stars mixtape. And um, it was like, um, I'm a beast, I'm a dog, and um, all, all them jumps. But it was like, yo, who is this nigga singing on the jump? Like, like, what the fuck? This was way before females was even fucking with Drake. And I was like, nah, this nigga's different. Because it was like, it was, it was giving me everything of like Kanye that I love, but it was a little bit different because the pen was there. Because Kanye always had the production and, and everything in, in, in that regard. But, you know, he was at Ghostwriters and stuff like that. But it was like with Drake, you know, he has 40. But it was like just that cohesive, like the way they mesh together. Like I always give 40 his flowers with Drake. Let me say that first and foremost. Like Drake is great, you know, period. But 40, like just for him to have a, a, a personal producer, engineer, like one-stop shop to put his whole like sound together is a beautiful thing. And and um, I think that plays to, to what you have going on with your producers too, Scoozy. Like nice. that sound is like is like great. But um, en enough about me talking about Drake. How do y'all feel about Drake? So, so Drake's a good artist. Wait, wait, period. <laughs> 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 like, like you can't say nothing else about him. Like shit, every song he been dropping. Like literally, he dropped some bullshit called Kiki. Do you miss me? <laughs> like, cause you know how long that was like a top hit. It was a top hit for like yeah, at least eight oh, wow. weeks. At least eight the I say at least thirteen weeks, bro. Super like it was a top hit. Like he, I think Drake excels in like making like music he makes that it. correlates with social media. He is probably, I guess, the, the like the most genius who was ever like you can drop any he can drop any song that's just gonna be like some kind of dance craze. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Kiki, man, Kiki, that shit was like <clears throat> charting for a while. And it's on every everybody's got a Kiki. Do you love me challenge? Everybody named Mama. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody just, named he Mama. He's in tune with social media to that point. Oh, he knows mama. what people gonna rock with. My mama better not have one. Like it's gonna work. Be father. My mama got a Kiki challenge. But but it's like Kiki. That's 
a song in reference for what they say is in regards to Drake and Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. But it's like, let's say it is or not, but he's known for making diss tracks hits and he's known for throwing subs in his, you know, his biggest record. So it's like, if you're capable of doing that, like you're dangerous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he, he changes the whole game in the regards of like, like, like we were talking about in the last episode in regards, like when his deal is up, like, I feel like that's going to fuck the whole game up because it's going to be a situation where it's going to be no, no, like, no, like record deal. Like that three sixties and all that shit is bullshit. Independent. But as far as independent deals and stuff in that nature, he's going to change the whole structure. And I feel like he's been doing a favor for the record labels now, but it's like, He's yep. gonna change the whole mold of that shit when it really when it's all said and done. That's gonna fuck everything up. Like, yeah. Between him, who's, who's like the biggest artist in general? Like him, obviously. Um, um, her. Like who else? Who's like who are big artists right now? Like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I'd say Travis um, Scott is up there. Can you imagine if all of them just went fucking independent, like completely? Yeah. <laughs> what, bro? This shit was shut down, and it's like good. That's what you need. Fuck the structure be. It's not like what I'm saying earlier about the spiritual about music. It's not supposed to be commercial and structured in this way. It's, we've just adapted to the times. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. Like, like most things in life, people put a capitalistic spend on anything so they can monetize whatever you do. Your talent is, you can make great music. I'm going to flip that. I'm going to flip it really easily. That's why they can't make no more brand no more. That's why, that's why they do 360 deals. It's not enough shit for them to make money off of. That's why you have art. Also, real fun fact for any artists who watch this shit, if you ever get tagged in somebody's shit when there's like a major artist saying, oh, looking for the best new artist, and they tag you in that shit, and then you get a fucking DM from your favorite artist, be very mindful that that's there for a reason. That's a, a product of 360 deals because a lot of motherfuckers right now, because they're in 360 deals and not making no money, because guess what? Everybody's making their money off of streaming, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, and that's by design, too, but that's another conversation. So all these niggas who usually make their money on the back end can't make money right now. So they're fucking over lower-level artists by charging us goofy-ass fees. Like, okay, it's $1,000. It's like, if your favorite artist is like $1,000 and I'll put you on my shit or $1,000 and I'll say some stupid shit on your track, you're going to probably take it. You're not the only person they're doing that shit to, bro. You're not special, unfortunately. And they're taking advantage of a lot of people because they're getting taken advantage of. So be aware that that is happening as well, too. Mm. So just know all this shit is by design. But fortunately and unfortunately, again, the Meek shall inherit. And well, we are the Meek. So <laughs> shout out to Meek Mills. <coughs> Yo, that's some real shit. So I already know that you guys are pretty much going to stay independent and get to the motherfucking bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we're like, no, nah, I'm not against doing a like like an actual deal, not a 360 record deal. Like mm-hmm. where I'm not against doing business because my whole thing is too. I'm aware that there are people, things, and resources that are there that I'm not accessible to. Mm-hmm. So like for example, like if I did something reasonable, like okay, like maybe like a one or two album deal, and those rights go to whomever. Cool, because the whole time, because I'm, I'm gonna make music regardless. I'm always gonna make more shit, but I know that like. By me getting cahoots with a motherfucker, I have now access to your resources. Your resources ain't going nowhere. Right. Even when I'm gone, that's still going to be the same resource. I can learn so much more about the system and how things are. And maybe even put my friends in better positions. Like, you might come up with me, but you might find a job at a label that's a little bit better than what I can do for you. Right. 
short or shit. You never know. I might too. I might find my calling in, in the label or some shit. You never fucking know. But I'm not against opening to another business venture that might support and push my shit further. Right. But my whole thing is ownership. At the end of the day, my shit's always, I'm going to always own whatever the fuck it is that I make because it goes, again, beyond me and that goes to my family, those around me and beyond my lifetime. Facts. That is important that you own your, your shit because even the even the greats, um, Taylor Swift, I heard, she's in a mean custody situation. 300 million. Yeah. 300 million. Uh, Scooter yeah. Braun yeah. Had, had the rights to, like, I think her first six albums. Mm. Like, six. how do you... It's unfortunate. I mean, I guess anyone can six. can fall victim to it. I guess mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but two a two album deal that's that's perfect. I think Russ might have did something like that. He's another independent brother that's yeah. very yeah. intelligent. And shit was distribution to shit was like fifty fifty with Columbia. Exactly. So he had a little bit more of a partnership. But even like how we talk about it now, artists need to be more um, aggressive about learning of this information. Like how we talk about it now, it should be no reason that me and you don't know this and other people don't know. Like me and Bruce, Bruce can probably attest to that shit. Yeah. I'm always researching. I'm always, always like my my audio books are like either people who are in the industry or actual industry shit, like updated like shit, okay. like encyclopedias. Like yeah. we're always looking at new videos and shit, talking about different things to do, market strategies, and not just music. We talk look at finance and shit like that too. It's like you have to be animate and aggressive and enjoy looking up more information to educate yourself as an artist because at the end of the day, that's your bread and the people's around you's bread. Thanks. You have to put yourself in a good position. That's that goes into the grand scheme of it. Researching. Researching is key for anything, you know what I'm saying? In fact. Like, even with, like, he does the read, he'll look at the random videos and we'll discuss it. He'll bring it to my attention, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not always doing the research. I'm doing research in other avenues because that's where my interest lies when we come together and we discuss it. You have to have the willingness and the devotion to do the research but you also need a pe- people around you that are willing to like talk about facts. what yeah. that was. So it's like you're not processing inf- processing the information on your own. You have different perspectives available to you so that they can point out to you things you might have missed or things you might have overlooked. Mm-hmm. Your business got to be by design, not by accident. Yep. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to be that homie to break it down to your homies. Be like, hey, yo, look, hey, you listen to that audio book by 50? Like, yo, he's breaking it down into perspective and I think you would understand. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes, you know, putting that two and two together, be like, hey, he's probably not going to get it if I come at him, like, on some extra, like, you know, just contextual type shit. Like, if I break it down to be like, hey, yo, your, your favorite rapper, he has an audio book. You can listen to it and you can learn something and that can be the rabbit hole to open him up to learning everything else. And and that and, and, and that's what I took from like my my research and stuff because as far as like how i learned about hip-hop and everything like that it was always from like um like like a shelter type of regard because my parents they didn't want me to listen to it so anything i did was like on some road shit so when i found out shit it was like on online on shit you know the forums forums message boards and then when i got to school i met other like hip-hop nerds and stuff like that so that really opened up my mind to like oh let me find that next artist that nobody knows about. Let me find out everything. So when they blow up, I can be that person. But like, this is what I know about that person. Like, this is that. I was always that guy. Yeah. Like, I always loved, like, finding about an artist first. Like, just knowing those little things. Like, and about, Drake had that moment. I feel like that's exactly. why you chose him. Like, he had a moment where he was Drake. underground. Yeah. And it was like, yo, who is this yeah. dude working with Lil Wayne? Like, it was, it was I dope. remember literally playing Drake, like, 
in the dorm room with chicks like when we was having our little sessions. And they're like, who is that? Turn him off. And then literally like a couple months later when he popped, he was like, oh, y'all heard that new Jake? I'm like, you a, already know I was playing that in the room. This is a fire angel. But you fire just... angel. You already know I was playing that in the room. It's and crazy. You told me to turn him off. <laughs> Smooth. Turn him off quick. Me. <laughs> but but Damien, let's get to, let's get to your number three. Oh, of course, of course. My number three is uh, is actually Jay Z. Um, he's somebody who spoke to me at a very early age. Um, Nas was on my list before. Uh, he a little bit lower. Just I feel like overall, a career wise, I have more Jay Z on, on my playlist than, than Nas. But I love Nas to death. He it's a it's a one A one B situation almost with me when it comes to them. But uh, at any rate, I have I have Jay Z right there because reasonable doubt. I mean, what what can you what bad can you say about that album from a production standpoint to the way just you know glorified kind of the mafioso kind of uh, I will say rap scheme you know that that hip hop has you know grown into. I think also with you know Cuban Links and and and, and Raekwon. So it's a lot of people who's responsible mm. for that sound. But Jay Z was was on that front too. And just throughout time, I think he's one of the, the artists that kind of matured the most. Him and like Snoop, I put in those kind of avenues, those OGs that just, you know, they can they teach you everything from the beginning to the end, you know, um, how to go mainstream, how to stay true, how to how to give back. A lot of people don't know, um, I think, the good that the Jay-Z does as well. Um, I think he kind of downplays that, you know, because it's rather to be anonymous is, is better for him than, than than to get the publicity. But... Jay Z is just, I think, one of one of our icons and one of the greats of our time. So, I have him as my third. I got a few people that are more important to me, but Jay Z is 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 definitely an icon in my eyes. Yeah, Word, that's what's up. Yeah. Word. All right, slow keys, Fox. Uh, my third, I'm gonna have to say Pero Giovanni. Like I talked about in my last episode, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to say it, but. Like I said, Payroll Giovanni, man, like, he's so, I ain't gonna say he's slept on, ain't no way he'd be slept on, man, because he be talking that real, like, that real straight facts to you. Like, I ain't gonna say real shit because everything he talk about, you be like, as soon as you listen to him, I'm like, man, yeah, get, you feel me, it's get up on your ass music. And I like that type of music because I like to grind, I like to get it. So if he's dropping some real facts, I like lyrics. And he's dropping straight lyrics for you, back to back to back. No lie, man. I'm going to tell you about, man, I've been listening to Giovanni for about like five years. Oh, what's his name? Payroll. Payroll, okay. Payroll Giovanni. Oh, does he go by Payroll G or not? Payroll G? Nah. Is that somebody else? Okay, hold on. I may not have heard of him before. I'm going to have to listen to him. Yeah, you're going to have to listen to him straight yeah. from Detroit. Ooh, okay. I know he real then. Yeah. That's for damn sure. In. Detroit don't play. Right. They don't play, but at the same time, shit, I don't think no city's play. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it is, it is life, life's crazy. Like, you got to take it how it is, but at the same time, your struggle is your struggle. You got to pick it up. And I like his, you feel me? I can, his struggle, I can, you feel me? I can see where we came, we coming from the same struggle, but you feel me? He made a way out. Um, I've been trying to figure out some ways too, but you, you know how it is. But at the same time, that's my, that's my top three. Word, word. That's what's up. That's what's up. Thanks. Now we're going to take it to you guys. We're going to get your top five. Are we just doing rappers or artists? Artists. Artists? Mm-hmm. Um, mine's going to be mostly rappers. 
But um, timeline, uh, I don't know. I'm going to just say what comes ahead. Uh, Prince, for damn sure. Word. Super big Prince fan. Um, so Prince, uh, Too Short, fucking um, Biggie. Too short, well, that's three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay-Z, J. Cole. Oh, my turn. Sorry. Yeah, um, for my top five, mine is uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a blend. Like I said, Louis Armstrong. Um, that's definitely one of my like it's part of my top five that like influenced me to be a musician in general. Um, fucking Wu Tang Clan. Uh, like I'm a big person. It's part about family in general, blood family, and my fucking um, like I guess non blood family. Like this. That's my brother, like shit, you know, I got other guys that are my brothers, I got sisters, you know, that aren't my blood sisters. And Wu-Tang Clan was more so the idea of that community of family, motherfuckers. Uh, what, 36 Chambers was what, nine niggas with four chambers in their hearts coming together um, and like bringing forth like some kind of vision, some kind of like uh, microscope onto where they're from, Streets of Shaolin and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, De Niro Farrar, <coughs> he's one of my top five. Like I said, I, introduced, I got interested in him with Soul Food, his album that dropped this year. That one was like, a, it's a street nigga talking about being a vegan, caring about his family, but I'm not afraid to beat the fuck out of you. Oh shit, that's a, a crazy combination. Type shit. It's like, it's a good combination. If you haven't listened to it, listen to Soul Food, uh, S-O-L-E Food by De Niro Ferrar. <laughs> that album is, it's top notch. I listen to it at least once a week. On some real shit. Um, man, Nat King Cole. Nah. You don't think about what the Chappelle stuff? Oh, Chappelle show. And here for you, darling. You dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nat King Cole's got a very soulful early 19, like early 20th century voice. And it really reminds me of like a very he nigga coming from humble beginnings, but being able to use his gifts for what he wanted to use it for. He entertained people. He really put forth his gifts so that he can like have a legacy. I mean, Natalie Cole. He passed that shit on to his daughter, who's an amazing disco singer. He did a nice virtual duet with Nat King Cole, her own father. And that shit was still like, God damn. I got like two that I left out when you finished. Oh, yeah, you one of them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it after, like, all right, man. Yeah, nah, when you start thinking about shit, bro. And motherfucking um, J. Cole, like I said, J. Cole, his music came out at certain points in my life that it came on time. Pause. But his music was like, yeah. we might have to get a pause. It's over with. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Pause, pause. Um, like his music, like, like, was introduced to my life at certain points where I really needed to hear like what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it was parallel to what I was living through. So I mean, that's what I fuck with. Hell yeah, that's that's what's up, man. Like I, I love that the last um, two episodes we've been getting a lot of J Cole. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that's that he's getting his flowers because like, man. yeah. Cold. <laughs> Facts. No snuggy, brother. But y'all already know we're gonna close out episode four. Oh my bad, T. My oh I forgot about T. My bad. Damn. My bad. My bad. T's been behind the scenes, but yeah, we got to get his number three. Yeah, T, please. Number three is most deaf. Hey. Ooh. Respect. You know what I mean? And that's just because, like, bro, like. I don't know, like, ever since, like, I was a kid, you know what I mean, listening to Most Def, like, he was the first artist I heard rap and sing, you know what I'm saying, and produce, mm. you know what I'm saying, because he made, he made 
beats too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Regardless though, like he he's just like on a whole nother wave though. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. Like all his his body of work, like he ain't never dropped. Like he dropped like every other couple of years and shit. And I fuck with that shit. It's like you know what I'm saying? Like you wait about two, three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, like, give you time. Like, it's a lot of shit going on. Like, you know what I mean? And when it does drop, it's like hey. it's like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he blended in all the rock and roll into like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like all the musicians that he named in some of his songs. Like I had to listen to because I'm like, you know what I mean? He put me on the mad artists, like so I fuck with most stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hip hop. Shout out Most Def. <laughs> Run it back. His name is, uh, I think it's like Yasin Bey now. Yeah. yeah so I don't want disrespect. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yasin Bey. Mm-hmm. Most Def. <coughs> Yasin Bey. Top five. Cloud TV. Scoozy. Hey. Bruce. Yeah. Tribe of Finesse. <laughs> Ask about an octopus. Coming real soon. Y'all already know, performance. Thank you for tuning in to the cloud. To the cloud, let's get it.